Do you ever think about the one that got away? I mean, it was maybe your first love. Those really stay with us. And maybe every relationship you have after that just never seems to measure up. But here's the thing. Are you remembering that accurately? I mean, maybe it wasn't as great as you thought it was. Our first loves, though, can shape who we are later in life. We're going to talk about that with the help of our next guest here. It's Paula Kokotza, who's a feature writer for The Guardian and author of Speak to Me. Paula, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So would you say that for many people, it's so significant? They still remember that first love that they had? I think it is. Um, I think you, you could walk down any street and ask people, and I reckon that the majority of people would think immediately of one person. Um, and there have been studies on this in relation to music, for instance, and the songs that we remember, um, so that you can ask somebody in, in the 70s or 80s what songs they are, are important to them at that time of life, and they will often pick a song that they associate with their first love, even that many decades later, and, and no doubt several loves later in most cases. And yet we might not always be remembering that accurately, right? Yeah, I think there's definitely a degree of um, romanticizing, I suppose, and storytelling. You know, we're kind of narrativizing our experiences and making sense of them and and about making sense of ourselves and our identity. Um, But one of the people I interviewed for the article um, came up with what I thought was a really compelling analogy. They said that some memories, say at first love, um, imagine you're in a library and there's one book you go back to often and that book kind of sticks out a little further on the shelf than the others and you almost bump into that memory in the way that you might always reach for that book because it just feels like it's a little more prominent. Um, And I guess every time we remember and engage with the memory of a first love, we are also reinforcing that memory. Um, So it, it gets stronger as time goes on. Okay, so that's amazing. So it it shapes who we are later in life, would you say? Well, I think it's that we learn from it, maybe. Because um, I told the story of my first love in the article, which was a boy I was really madly <laughs> in love with. And I know that we might think at 14 or 15, that it's not actually love, it's an obsession or an infatuation. But most of the people I interviewed seemed to think that actually it is love at that age. The emotions have the strength of love. Um, and I, I really, it was a very insignificant relationship for me, looking back in many ways. And yet, it is really imprinted on my memory. And um, the psychologist I interviewed said, that this is because you continue to learn from it and you return to it because you're still getting some understanding from it. Um, so I think it, it might be that. It might be that we're kind of checking ourselves against our memories a little and, and looking for the patterns in, in our behavior, even over decades, right back to that first memory. What about unresolved feelings? Like, what kind of role do they play in all of this? Because I also feel like some people live with it because they hang on to it because of the re- regrets that they have. Yeah, you used the phrase, the one that got away, I think. And there's definitely an element of that. If it's ended badly, um, disappointingly, um, you know, there might be some trauma associated with that. Um, And so we might kind of um, have an unhealthy attachment to that first relationship, I suppose. And there's the example of um, women whose 
partners died in the wars, in the in the First and Second World Wars, uh, and many of whom didn't remarry. Um, and that, I guess, is the trauma of having lost your true love. And for those people who think their first love was their true love, and, and they don't sort of see themselves as having, I don't know, lots of loving opportunities. Perhaps they think there's one person for them and they've lost that one person. I can see that would be really traumatic. Right. So does it depend then on whether or not that first love ended well or ended poorly? I think that definitely is going to play a part, isn't it? But also I imagine on our personalities and our, our genetic makeup because some people will have... Um, those experiences and and have more resilience than others. Some people will have more um, have more. Uh, what do I want to say? Some people will love more easily. You know, some people will open themselves up to loving relationships more often in their lives than others. And um, uh, one psychologist explained it to me as like um, windows of love almost. So. You know, some people might open several or many windows in their lives, um, and some people might feel they only have one or two windows in which they're kind of really um, loving and ready to love. But I think it depends also on your on your approach to relationships, on your you know on your emotional makeup as well. So interesting, Paula. Thank you for your time on that. Thank you. Paula Kakatsa, who is a feature writer for The Guardian, author of Speak to Me, who has written about the power of nostalgia, remembering that first love and how it shapes our later lives.